What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Muck and Meyer 2021 Montgomery High School football season in review podcast series. Keith Glock joined by one of the sneakier standouts from early season to end of season, uh, Montgomery Jr. Gavin Gadetti. Gavin, what's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Just looking forward to the giant game later tonight. We'll get you in and out of here before that thing starts. Uh, hopefully, you will not have to deal with the amount of heartbreak that I've had to this, this season with my Atlanta Falcons. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, that's pretty much everybody's reaction. And yeah. you know, it, it feels justified to me, but, you know. It's painful. Uh, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, I felt very, very strongly as the season um, wore on that you probably – it felt like while watching the games – that you were more involved from like a percentage of plays you were involved with at the end of the season versus the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Like it was just on an exponential jump and increase. Was, the, is that a true statement or was it, was I just missing things at the beginning, beginning of the season, which is also possible. I think at, when I first started, obviously it was the first experience varsity wise for me. And I was more timid than I've ever been. Sorry, that's my pip and my dogs. It's all uh, good. I've been more, I was a little more timid in the beginning because it's first time playing. Obviously, I'm going to be more nervous. But as I like progressed through the year, I became more confident in my reads and just like the whole team like backing me up. And when I know, I know that, I can make the reads quicker. And I think as a, the season went along, I definitely got in on more plays because if I wasn't there first, I was trying to get there as quickly as possible though. Was there a moment where like the light bulb or, you know, kind of, you were like, maybe it had gone off already, but now you were like, Oh, all right. I really can probably play a little faster. Or, you know, like, as you said, trust yourself a little bit more to, to go and, and, and make that play. Was there one moment that you look at and you go, yeah, that was it. I think uh, Scotch Plains Fanwood. I didn't have like the my best game, but that's just because our, everybody on the team was just playing like fantastic. And when I was there, I, that's when I realized like, if you just trust the system that like we get, we had set up, you can do. I can do what I'm like told to do, and I don't have to second guess. And that's when I realized like that's I I, I can just go and trust everyone else. How do you now take that skill that you learned? and try to impart it into the next Gavin Gadetti so that maybe he doesn't take as long to, to trust in the system? I think, well, to really, to really like trust the team that is going to be out there next year, like off-season work is extremely important for us. And if I, if I know everybody on the team, it's so much better because if I like trust every single player on the team who can get put out there, it's going to be way better for us and everybody will be working at like hundred percent efficiency, I guess. Now you, you say that and you guys are heading into a very natural team building time of the year in terms of being in the weight room together and the weight room. I know for you guys, you felt it was a little bit of a source of angst for you because maybe that was an area where, you know, blame it on whatever you want, COVID or whatever. This just probably wasn't top to bottom the strongest team physically. Absolutely not. Yeah, I think 
Uh, we definitely did get hit worse by it because a lot of other teams got back in the weight room. So we didn't, and once we get back, we didn't have that kind of connection that like really pushes everybody. And without that, the team just got a lot weaker. And you can see that in a lot of our games, we just got, because we were an aggressive team and we, we would try to like go as hard as we could. But if you're just not as strong, it's way harder. And you can see that clearly. You know, now you say you guys didn't have that bond when, you know, by the time you guys did get back from, you know, from COVID and, you know, the district to district, you know, decisions about what was allowed were, you know, were different, you know, across the state. And yet, despite being kind of maybe behind the eight ball there in terms of that bond, you're the first underclassman that we've talked to, you know, during this podcast series. And all the seniors have described this team as, a remarkably close-knit team oh yeah i meant like the weight room bond well right right so i'm saying yeah, how do yeah. we get from a you know a team where there where, where didn't exist there right mm -hmm. after covid to now where you all feel extremely connected this way I, I i don't know i think it's just like a great group of guys and we all like we're all like really close now and i guess we all just like work like work well together I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's any other way of explaining it. We just, we all worked well together. So I think if we got in off season, more off season, we would have been that much better. Do you, do you feel, how do you feel? Because whether you like it or not, now you're going to be one of the, the new big voices, mm -hmm. you know, to a greater extent than you even are right now as you know, Brandon and Alex and, you know, you know, all these other guys yeah. walk out the door. Uh, leadership can either be replaced or sometimes it isn't. Mm -hmm. Where do you take me through that? You know, just in terms of, you know, the weight that you're feeling there. Uh, I think my whole life, I've kind of not, not been the most like vocal person on like teams, but with this, like the new responsibility, I, I'm going to be like taking over. I think it's going to be like a new challenge for me and I'm actually, I'm actually excited for it a lot. And I think I could just like, I think it's going to be a good like experience for me and I'm, I want to step up and I think I have the opportunity, like the uh, capability to, and, but sure. it's going to be hard feeling uh, shoes like Brandon and uh, Benitez and all the, those other guys. The, you've seen had the opportunity now to see how different people lead um you know probably some were a little more vocal earlier in your career versus this group of guys which may be a little bit more uh subdued but leads through experience where do you think you fall in that continuum of leadership i think personally i would say i i, I wouldn't I, i'm not like extremely vocal but i i want to be like somebody who like knows what they're talking about out there. And I think that can like, if you know what you're talking about, you can see the results that can like garner a lot of like support and people will, like listen to you. So it, you don't know, I, I think you don't always need to be like the loudest out there to be like leading well, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think the football, <laughs> we were busting uh, off this off the air with, with Brandon and Alex the other day that like, if, I, I never understood trash talking football. I like, don't either. Like the next play, like I'm literally going to get to, you know, kick your, you know what? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, 
it's it exposes everything that we are you know as humans and then i always felt like you know you make that big play and it doesn't even have to be a big hit you score a touchdown you do something and it could be you run a guy over the most powerful thing it's is nothing, to just right? say nothing just say I, I nothing love, i've always that's like exactly i completely agree i've always loved just like saying absolutely nothing i've i did that this year a lot i i, I, I don't think i trash talked once not that it's not fun obviously for a lot of people but sure i i, I always enjoy like if i hypothetically i get a big hit it's way uh, as you said it's way more fun to just like walk away and those guys, you know, when I think about like NFL players who were like so physically dominant that, you know, Calvin Johnson, Julio mm-hmm. Jones, like those guys were just, they're monsters. Yeah. Nobody can, you know, cover them. And they never spike the ball. Neither of them mm-hmm. ever. They, they don't talk at all. They just hand the ball to the ref and move on. It's like, and, and you're, I almost feel like it's demoralizing. You're like, God, like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like nothing to them. And, and I love it's it. It's intimidating, I guess. I, I love it. I love it. So, you, you know, you talked about uh, just now about, you know, knowing your assignment and having the faith in the system to do, you know, whatever that job is mm-hmm. and then be able to play fast. As you go into the spring season coming up, you, you're a lacrosse player. For anybody who didn't know that before, yeah. welcome to the Gavin Gadetti world where, you know, he <laughs> plays midfield on the lacrosse team. A much more, just by the nature of the sport and certainly the position that you play, the ability to uh, free form and be you show off a little more of, of the athleticism, uh, yeah. you know, and you excel at both. Is there like a transition point there that you like? Okay, there, I can actually do some stuff now. Yeah, there really is. It's it's funny because like when you first go into it. When you first go from football to lacrosse, you always like, you never, like mentally you, you try to stick completely to what they tell you to do. Because for football, it's like what, what coach says you do. But for lacrosse, you can, there's a fluidity, as you said. And with that, you could do more things. And for the first few weeks, you never do. Or at least in my situation, I, I, I never do. Because it's like how your brain is wired at the time, I guess. Yeah, no doubt. You keep, do you keep a stick in your hand all year, or are you gonna do you gonna put it down for the football season? I put it down for the football season. I, I try. I focus on football first in the season, obviously. I, I, I'm such a believer in it. I mean, like you know, you want to play wall ball, you know, every once in a while, just because you know you like doing it. I, I think that's fine. But um, the notion of of multi sport athletes is, I, I just I don't think you get the same type of athlete, the same type type of on-field intelligence by only playing the same sport all the time. And, you know, do you feel like you have an advantage out there in, in one or the other because you play the other one? Yeah, a hundred percent. For like defense, like pass game, uh, in lacrosse, you can't just like cover like an area a lot of the times unless you're playing, but you have to cover a man. So in like the defensive pass game, a, lot, a huge problem people do is they just will cover zones and areas and ignore the man. And playing lacrosse, you you can actually like get used to covering the person instead of just the area. And that's like one area I'd say it really helps. And it helps you when you get over to the football field. Yeah, it, it goes back like it, it's either or. There's a lot yeah. of benefits for both, obviously. 
no doubt about it. I have to imagine too, like even within those, some of those concepts defensively on the lacrosse field where, you know, you're playing man, but you have slide responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, at other times, you know, if you find yourself playing man to man defense in football to be able to recognize and then maybe peel off. And that's where, you know, sometimes yeah. big plays happen. With the picks, yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. So, which you like better. Do you have a favorite? I'd have to go with football. I really, I've loved, I've played football for like 10 years, like 12 years or something like that. So I, I'd, I'd go with football first. Why? Lacrosse is fun, but well, my dad played football and I've always played football and I, I love the contact. Lacrosse is a lot of contact, but football, I, I just love like hitting people. Sure. Um, you got, you had told me at some point that there were only two guys on the team this year that could rep 225 on the bench. What's the goal next year? How, like when you see your team trotting out there next year, how many guys do we need one over that 225 mark? Ideally, I'd want like 11, but realistically, uh, I'd say like, I want the whole, o, I think it'd be great for the whole o line to do it. The QB, I think Mike's going to get there and running back. So I'd say like seven or eight, maybe nine. Okay. Starters, I like it. Yeah. How much do you weigh? Uh, I've been putting a lot of pounds, but I think maybe one, like 87 now, or yeah, 187 now. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, for some people who are out there that don't like lift and do all that stuff for a 185 pound guy to, to rep 225 is not an easy task. You know no. what I mean? It's a, yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> That's one of my weaker <laughs> points, the bench. <laughs> well, listen, gotta, you got to get there. Pay attention to grip. I'll give you a quick story. Now I'm going back. This has to be 10 years. So I was probably like early in my early thirties and, uh, my buddy Scott, who is the head tennis coach at TCNJ, um, he's also like, he's in phenomenal shape. 50-year-old guy, he looks like he's 35. Um, and Griff gave me the, the bench workout uh, that, you know, he kind of works like the gain program. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just follow this. And if you actually do what, what this says to do, I want to see where you are at the end of the summer. And I want to say, like, I put, I could put up at the time, like 225, maybe like once or twice at the end of that summer. So we're talking like two and a half months, really. I put up 315 twice. Like it, it was bananas. It was a bananas thing. And then like, I mean, you know, now I'm old. I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I even tried to hit 225, but I, I still think that like that program, if you gave me like two weeks, like I could probably throw 225 up a couple of times yeah. because of that. I mean, talk about the the physical, like just what your body can do. And like, especially at your age, I mean, you guys are so young, you're seeing these gains. That's got to be pretty exciting. It, it really is. Like you just see them weight keep moving up. And especially with like, like Griff's workouts, it's like you could feel it whenever you're working out. It's like your whole body is like, you're feeling it. And then like the next time it, you feel it a little less in certain spots, you put up the weight. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. He, he's done such a good job um, with that. I think it's, uh, it's pretty phenomenal. So, um, so I'll, I asked everybody this question first and I'll ask it to you last and then I'll let you go so you can mm-hmm. check out Monday Night Football. But now with a little bit of time between the end of the season and to where you're now hitting the off season when you now after the ability to reflect a little bit 
I say 2021 football season and your brain goes where? Oof. Uh, it just goes, it goes immediately to like the, the fun I had with the, the team, all like the good times, like the games, obviously, but a lot of the off, off the field stuff is, it was just so fun. It was great. Like hanging out, like it's just like a, like a family almost. I, I suspect that that will be, those will be the memories that you will hang on yeah. to as the, the years and years pass. Yeah. So Gav, man, this has been uh, a lot of fun. I appreciate the the time you, you took, you know, out before, you know, hanging out and watching games tonight to, to spend with us. And, and I'm really looking forward to the next, you know, year and a half of, of having you on a lot more and uh, great things to come on the lacrosse field and the football field. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. That's been Montgomery junior Gavin Gadetti in the fourth of five of our Meyer 2021 football season in review. One more to go over the next couple of days. So make sure you stay tuned as we bring on sophomore quarterback, Michael Schmelzer.